0: What up, y'all? Welcome to Queer Walk the Podcast. This is Money, your confused queer. (laughs) (laughs) Are you confused about being queer? Oh, hell no. There is no ambiguity there. I'm just confused today. I feel like, what am I doing? A little discombobulated.
1: Yes. You and your words. All right. And I am Nikita, and I feel like I've been this one frequently, but I'm pretty cranky. I'm moody. So you're the curmudgeon? Yeah, curmudgeonly cranky communist. <laughs> Need another one? No. I love how my uh, alliteration is rubbing off on you. <laughs> yeah, you did rub off on me. I've, I've loved alliteration since I was 13 years old. You just couldn't let me have that. Could you? Nope. Petty. Petty, petty what? <laughs> oh. You know what's petty? You sh- ramming the drawer into my shin before Why are you recording. talking about this? This is not a visual program. But that's what you did. And you were like, well, if you would have just done it, then I would have had to do that. It's, it's, she victim blames
0: true. and she abuses me. I cannot believe you. Drop the motherfucking intro. Release the intro. Stop it. That is not gonna work. Release the intro. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut that.
1: Don't. Don't cut it. It's gonna it's good. I love it. It's it's Release it's our new intro. thing. That shit is wet. <laughs> okay. Release the kraken. Mm -hmm. Love your chocolate demeanor and your cocoa kisses I see your glow from a distance, your vibe incite my submission I give you all of me, wanna make you proud of me We see the God in all you do, your light is harmony I hope you hear that
0: on the Day baby. You love, you love. All right, Nikita, you wanna tell people where they can find
1: us? Indeed, I do. You can find us. I'm gonna change it up a little. Oh my gosh. You can find us on QueerWalk Colon, the podcast. You can find us on Gmail, queerwalkpod at gmail.com. You can find us on Tumblr, queerwalk.com. You can always find us on the Instagram, at QueerWalkPod, and also on Twitter, which is also QueerWalkPod. And don't forget to use the hashtag QueerWOC. That's right. And if you need
0: suggestions on how to use that hashtag, go ahead and hop in there and uh, continue to submit y'all suggestions for merch. Merch, yep. Um, I was laughing hysterically at the requests we've gotten so far. Uh, and I am ready to wear
1: my Glucose Guardian tea. I was about to say, the glucose, <laughs> all the derivatives of Glucose Guardian really seem to be in first place. Um, so if you love Glucose Guardian, Fructose Freak, or Dextrose Dyke, or if you have another one. <laughs> I like Dextrose Dyke too. I might have to get one of those. <laughs> Whatever you would like to see on merch, please be sure and tell us on Twitter using the hashtag QueerWOC. Money, don't you want to ask me where people can listen?
0: I don't, but I can tell them. Y'all can find us on SoundCloud, <laughs> Apple Podcasts on the Purple app. You can listen to us on Google Play
1: or Stitcher. I'm mad that you <laughs> took my um, job. It's but not that's okay.
0: yours. You, you did the where to find us. I did the where they can listen. I normally do the where they can listen. No, you don't because you do how you can donate. Why are we doing this? This is like... We we have a, a, a jovial banter
1: with, like, who does what. Oh, well, you ramming the drawer in my leg. Oh, my God, when you threw, let it go? It threw me off. I'm still recovering. All you had to do was move. Or <laughs> oh, be- oh, is that so? <laughs> if you would just listen, to, I I'm wouldn't to, have to hit you. I'm about
0: to go on Instagram <laughs> Live so that everybody knows that. Nikita, be lying about the abuse that
1: I've. That is not. I I probably have a scab on my shin. You know that I'm is delicate. a lie. A lie. Anyway, Bold well, face lie. why you do bullshit on Instagram? I'm gonna tell Instagram? our listeners and our community members how they can donate or how they can become sustainers of this here program. So. If you want to give a regular ongoing monthly contribution, you can donate by going to patreoncom queerwalkpod and you can become a patron. Anyway, are you
0: done?
1: Become uh, a are patron. You done? Stop talking <laughs> and so the listeners can hear where they can be where they can become a sustainer of our program. I feel like you're trying to silence the Jabari tribe patreon.com. and we will not have it. All. <laughs> Your co-hosting powers are about to be three <laughs> okay? Are you done? I am. Go ahead. Alright. I feel like I've said it three times now because I've been rudely interrupted. You can donate on a regular, ongoing, monthly basis by becoming a patron. And I'm sure you're asking, oh my gosh, how I how can I do that? I'm going to tell you. Patreon.com slash QueerWalkPod You can either donate $3, $5, 7 or Or like some of our amazing patrons, all of our patrons are amazing, but some people have gone above and beyond. Maybe you can afford 10, 15, or 20. There's no amount that's too little and no amount is too great. All we ask is that you become a patron so we can keep this thriving and amazing Queer Walk community alive and sustained. Yeah, we are really
0: trying to hit that goal to have, you know, in-person Queer Walk meetups because we always talk about community. We want to get everybody together. And if you need to pause right now and go become a patron, go ahead and do that. Or pause. if you need to hit up the PayPal, go ahead and do that. We'll be right here. We'll wait. We'll
1: wait. What did the teacher used to say? I'll wait. wait. <laughs> Instead of being shady and petty, do you want to tell us who the Queer Walk of the Week is? Instead of
0: being shady and petty? hmm Okay. Well, um, mm-hmm. fuck you. This week's Queer Walk of the Week is Rafiki film director Wanuri Kayu. And, okay, I have to, like, back up a little bit and be, like, why her being Queer Walk of the Week is so big. It's huge. Because Rafiki is the first Kenyan film to premiere at Cannes, which is, like, one of the oldest film festivals yeah. uh, in the world. I think it's pronounced
1: Cannes.
0: It's oh. French. Well, bitch, I'm, <laughs> I'm Jabari tribe. I didn't know. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay. So, cons?
1: Con. Con. So, you don't, <laughs> you don't pronounce the E-S don't, at all? No, I don't think so. Why did you take French? Because Actually, oddly enough, because I wanted to go to West Africa. In a lot of uh, West African countries, people speak French. Yeah. Are you, is something you need to say? No. <laughs> I was just going to
0: say, like... All the like, what is it called? Francophone countries. Yeah. Uh, throughout the diaspora, I feel like all the black people are gonna drag me collectively. I was just like, what the fuck? I need to no know French for, but yeah, there are millions of black people. I who guess speak French. there's yeah, there's people. I just always felt like Spanish was more useful, but that's because of where I live. Right. I mean, okay. I
1: lived in Texas. It would have totally been useful. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, you anyway. Took, anyway, so cons. So it's the first Kenyan film to premiere at Cons. Um <laughs> and uh Wanuri is Queer Walk of the Week because not only uh is this a badass Kenyan film that like made history by being the first Kenyan film yeah. at Cons, but it is about two Teenage girls mm-hmm. and their blossoming love affair oh over a summer. Yeah, so the stars of the movie. Ooh, ain't that how it happened over a summer? Mm. It's always. I mean, <laughs> I, I can't remember whose podcast I was commenting on. But it's like, you don't start nothing up in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> just be fighting and bopping. Um, <laughs> but uh, so the film stars Samantha Mugasia and Sheila Munyeva. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Um, yeah, and. I saw it all over my timeline last week, and I was like, God damn it! It would be a week that we not uh, right. recording, That's but, okay. We're doing it now. Yes. Because I know we be... <laughs> we talked about missing all the holidays. Right. We we'll be missing all the, uh, the Twitter shit that pops up, yeah. too. The, the queer Twitter. Um. So, yeah. Just wanted to shout out Winuri again. Oh, and she also has, like, a TED Talk. She... Uh, So, I guess I should say, she's been a bad bitch for a minute. Yeah. This is just, like, historic. Yes. yes, Right? So... Yeah. Um, so, actually, Rafiki is actually banned in Kenya because it, it shows, um... Queerness, Queerness in a positive, in a positive regard, yeah. and that's why I think it's just even more badass. It's it's this is the first. Yeah, this, this is, the is the first Canadian film. film. Like you yeah, can't you okay, can't there. change that shit. It's yeah. like okay, y'all could be in it in this country, but guess what? The first film was from the right, country right, right. to make it to the film festival, and you know, like all the. The queer film festivals are gonna live for this, yeah. Um, and I can't wait to see it. I can't it. wait to see it. That's what I was thinking, yeah. I mean, I just saw stills
1: from it and I
0: was like, Yes, <laughs> <Rich>. <laughs> yes, I've even
1: <haven't laughs> seen the stills. I just saw the three of them at all white, yeah, oh, just looking, looking amazing. So Look, I was like, Looking like
0: a right swipe on Tinder. That was very specific. It's a Cardi lyric. Oh, yeah, who's not hip now? I've never been hip. All right, so you want to move it on along to Community Contributors, Nikita? Indeed, I do. So, you want to go first with the iTunes, and I'll finish up with every other
1: platform? I I have the iTunes and the Gmail, Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Anyway, before I so rudely interrupted by Money the Monster. Oh, that's what I should have been. Anyway... (laughs) We have a review from Lelais. La Lace? What is that? Lalas? Lalas. Lalais. Lalais. I don't know. Lalais. Okay. <laughs> well, you've. <laughs> Sound like a sexy ass username oh, to me. you've really perverted that. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just going to say La. The title of their review is First Time Listener I cannot believe this We got a new listener New listener And they've given us a five star review So La says I was sent here by Diamond from Marsh's Place Shout out to fucking Diamond (laughs) And oh my god (laughs) I was just saying that But then La says Shout out to Miss Diamond I love the vibes of your honey episode From start to finish I left feeling smarter, more empowered, and inspired. Aww. Money talks with a smile, and I loved hearing her talk about mental health. Aww. Nikita was so informative and funny. I will definitely I be tuning funny. in again and again and again. Thank you oh thanks. I need to stop
0: talking through the reviews I... <laughs> yeah you just you're just a disrespectful ass bra I just it just is funny to me whenever people say you're funny because I'm like I wonder if they're talking about the same Nikita
1: but no, the uh, the other Nikita that you do the show with. <laughs> you finna get cussed out and slapped on air, okay? It's not visual. So if you slap, slapped me, it
0: wouldn't be on air. Feel like I need to get back on? <laughs> <laughs> she ain't slapping me, y'all. She know better.
1: Uh, See, so you said that in that black way. Like, <laughs> she didn't do that shit. <laughs> And I didn't do that because it's against my principles and my politics. Oh, here
0: that. we go. Principles.
1: you always bringing up them. <laughs> yes, I think mean, because some of us have them. Maybe you should go out and get some,
0: okay? I have principles. I'm a principled you, organizer and therapist. You have, all right? two,
1: you have two and a half principles on any given week. <laughs> it's, it's, Give or take two. We are all on a journey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we also have another review. From Sid Vicious, and Sid says Nikita is socialist babe. That is the title of the review. Just, just so we all can be on the same page here. Sid has and given Nikita us, Hive is getting out of hand. It's, right? it's not, and Sid has graciously given us five stars. Sid says the communist queers need to be stopped. <laughs> no, no, we don't. We have nothing to lose but our chains. Full forward. Anyway, Sid says much love from thick roots. Um, y'all are amazing. Money, I want to be your bestie. And Nikita, you bay AF. And I think that means ass fuck. Exclamation point, exclamation point. Exclamation what is exclamation that emoji? Point. I don't know. Something. Is that an umbrella with it's wetness? Umbrella. Oh, <laughs> my lord. That's lewd. Anyway. <laughs> Sid goes on to say, now that's out of the way. Thank you both for serving as possibility models for black women everywhere. From the friendship that you guys share to the mental health moments to the vulnerability and honesty. And especially the queer perspective you guys are paving the way for. A lot of people you are appreciated and admired. Never stop doing what you're doing. Well, thank you, Sid. The next review is from Mary. Mary's title of the review is My Tribe. Also five stars. Gang, gang, gang. Okay, thank you. Mary says, my lesbian friends suggested your podcast,
0: <laughs> and I'm so for it. They must have heard the last episode.
1: On episode 39, y'all tripping in Kailani? Is that tripping on Kailani? Yeah. Y'all don't know regular people no more To too deep in the world of educated folk. Too deep in the world of educated folk.
0: What does folk. that even mean? I don't know, but they gave us five stars. That's what that... That's what I mean about, like, that educational privilege shit. Like, does that mean that, uh, like, education only lies in, like... I don't know. I don't know. Like, there's a way of knowing shit that's not... I don't know. That that felt weird, but... So, thank you, Mary, for your review. Now, I'll take it from here, Nikita. So, we don't know when y'all hit us up on the Gmail if, like, uh, we can use your names. So... Let us know if you write us on Gmail if we can use your names or if not, like a pseudonym you'll want us to use. Um, so for right now we're just gonna make up uh fake names for everybody. Uh, so um, I think uh this one is like universal enough because I just want to say thank you because they just sent me a word of encouragement. Okay. So I just wanted to thank Virginia for sending me the encouraging words about. Second guessing myself as a mental health professional. Um, and yeah, just like the sentiments of your email. It's just like oh, oh, it was it, very sweet, it yeah. was very encouraging. So thank you for that little ray of sunlight. That really helped. It
1: wasn't me. even for me and I feel encouraged.
0: And like last week was oh, cause I had to do a family law course. Yes, I said course, even though a bitch is a doctoral candidate. We won't go there. Um and I was working on uh, transcribing my dis- my dissertation uh, interviews, and, and I still had to see clients. So that's a lot of shit. I felt like I was an empty cup, yeah. and I really hope I wasn't a shitty therapist last week. I'm sure so, you weren't. Yeah. Um, and so you got one from? I feel like
1: all of the Diana. I was gonna Is say good... I just want to start using old black woman names. So what's an old black woman name? Beulah May says. <laughs> Beulah Mae? <laughs> yes. Ruthos. Queer Walk listener number 7,432 <laughs> says, <laughs> Money and Nikita. Money and Nikita. I just wanted to say that I am so in love with this podcast. I'm so excited every other week when it comes out. Thank you so much for creating, with, um, creating this amazing space in place of queer community. As a fellow clinician, I love the mental moment mm. and I learn something every time it's the word with Nikita. Thank you, know you so much.
0: The the queer mental health professionals are holding me down. Truly. Mm. And just so y'all know, I'ma be at After if anybody trying to come through.
1: What is that? It sounds it's, like a it's, club. It's, after it's not. What is that? It's American the... Marriage Family <laughs> Therapy Association? Yes. Gag me. <laughs> Anybody gonna be at after?
0: And that sounds too lit for what it actually is, right? After. Well, so it kind of is lit though because it separated from AAMFT, which the is the um, uh, Association of the American Marriage and Family Therapists, uh-huh. whatever, because of racism and like diversity. Oh, okay. And so like after were all of the members who were like, you're not addressing. Diversity and inclusion. Oh, okay. Up to our standards, and they created after. After, I stand corrected then. After's going to be lit. Yeah, I hope so. That's why I want to go to after. um Maybe I you can told. have. And then there's IFTA, which is apparently even more lit than AFTA. What is it, IFTA?
1: It's international. Oh, shit. So. <laughs> Are you I'm... doing that? That doesn't seem like that had anything to do with therapy, that. <laughs>
0: Um, okay, so, we also have to shout out for the, I love that the community contributor segment just keeps growing. It's, yeah. I love that. Like, y'all get to be a part of the show. The show. Yeah. So, also for community contributors, wanted to shout out Ev on Instagram at, um, Created by Evan. They created a graphic. It's so... For nice. the mental moment with money, it is
1: so and nice. When
0: I tell you like that day, I was it was just one of those days where you have to be everywhere, and I was just like, uh, uh, uh. and I check Instagram, and there it is, and it's just so beautiful. It's so lovely. Oh, it's just uh, I just want to save it as my screensaver. You should. Um,
1: it looks y- so good.
0: Yeah, it looks so good. So thank you so much for that. Thank like you. it really did make yeah. my day. And not only did you make the graphic, but you've put all your friends on onto to the, the podcast. podcast. Yeah, so, like thank you so much. Like that's that that's was just very so sweet, much love, truly. Um, and I also have we have to shout out Milton for becoming a patron, yeah. and also for being one of the like funniest pod community members on Twitter.
1: Like, I mean, <laughs> like, if that's what you're into, you know, Milton threw that little shade at me, but. It's fine. I still love you, Because you lied about taking the break. What did Milton say? Another L. Another L. (laughs) No, that was cute. I appreciate you, Milton.
0: I'm sorry that the last episode had to start like that, but y'all just needed to know. (laughs) With that that country rodeo (laughs) ass.
1: What up, (laughs) you? Shut up. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay And then uh, So Diamond did a thread On our last topic can Oh we talk, yeah can we talk about that Community yeah. contributors We can Cause you know what It's our show it's our motherfucking show
1: uh, I mean It's a community show <laughs> oh, <laughs> how, how quickly We turn into An individual Proprietarian I see
0: Oh my god I don't even know What that means But <laughs> The com- the communist queer is gonna be like, We need to replace money. <laughs> she doesn't know basics. <laughs> I don't know, bitch. I'm glad you tickled off that. All right, let's hear from Diamond. All right. So, first of all, shout out to Diamond shout out to at Marsha's plate. Like, um, I think I said it at the South by Southwest live episode, but like I feel like Diamond has been a part of my, like, queerness the entire time right, I've been right, out. Right. Um, she was one of the first ever, like, queer women of color that I, like, found, right. you know, and, like, watching her YouTube. So I still, like, can't believe that she listens to something that to I create. Show? Every every time she, like, mentions us or, yeah. like, says hey on, <laughs> on Twitter, I'm kind of like, ah! <laughs> like it's Donna Styles. But um yeah, so she did a thread on our last um topic when we were talking about like looking lesbian gay visibility. Yeah, and like lesbian visibility. Oh, see, I say looking gay. Nikita say lesbian visibility.
1: Cause that's what we that was it was lesbian visibility day. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, it was.
1: Oh yeah. That minor detail.
0: Oh, you know, we almost missed the whole ass AAPI Heritage Month. <laughs>
1: we just constantly oh my gosh. missed
0: Shout out holidays, to the so.
1: Asian American Pacific Islanders. Yes. And the Gaysians. The Gaysians, yeah. And the
0: Pacific Islanders. We might have some listeners who are not here. Oh, true that. <laughs> um. Okay. I, I'm off topic again. But yeah. related to lesbian visibility, is that what we're calling it?
1: No, uh, it was the name of the, the day.
0: Okay. Diamond says. Uh, I think because so in in reference to uh, visibility, right, and like why why we have a look. Mm-hmm. I think because when some individuals are coming from the same point against the same structures of norms, how those individuals' gayness manifests ends up having the same aesthetic. So that's why gay has a quote unquote look. It's always like hair, clothing, makeup, mimic swag, and it's some like opposite or exaggerated way of expressing ourselves um, that put us against the norm that we're trying to battle. And so it's kind of like you know how like there's the Afropunk look that's different than like the I guess white punk look. Yeah or like the woke black girls have a look like you fit right into that crowd when you're like resisting the same sort of
1: structures. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah. I and see. so
0: when I first read that, oh. I was like I had never thought
1: about that. Yeah. Like
0: that the way you resist kind of shows up
1: in your fashion. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like the the kind of thing that when you're talking about black folks or folks of color and queer folks, I feel like I mean, it's an, obviously, it's not always the case, but I feel like the, the word I'm thinking about is just, like, ostentatious. You know, just kind of, like, you know... We just bright. flagrantly alive yeah. in the sight of our ancestors. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. In the words of the High Priestess, priestess of uh, Queer Walk, Alexis, Alexis
0: Pauline, Pauline Gums. <laughs> I like how we more coordinated on that than we are on, like, our, our, our segment. own <laughs>
1: segment. <laughs> Whatever. We can't be perfect at everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got a question. But first, just... Again, shout out to Diamond. Yes, for that, um, for that really thoughtful and important contribution to that conversation.
0: Yeah, because I hadn't even thought about that. Like, duh, bitch. Like your politics show up in like right, the, right, right. your fashion choices. Sure. Yeah, you want people to know you black as hell and gay as hell. That's gonna like right. come across in what <laughs> you wear. Um, yeah. So. Can we talk about boy yeah, now? Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. Uh, like, in the community contributor segment because it was in the hashtag. So, thank you, Sid, for using the hashtag. Yeah, shout out to people in that hashtag. hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag queer W-O-C. Yes. So, Sid uh, asked us, what's the difference between B-O-Y and B-O-I? And why we always say, like, b o i
1: You want to explain? Because I feel like you're the boy. Oh, well, I don't know. I ain't got no answers. No. Um, I mean, I feel like the, the, the kind of crude, simple, um, description or definition or distinction mm-hmm. rather is, you know, B-O-Y is the, I feel like that's talking specifically about queer masculinity, mm-hmm. right? Or you like, not even just like masculine of center lesbians, although it can include that, but I just think it's queer masculinity, right. broadly speaking, right. whereas B-O-Y Excuse me, boy, is just kind of how the like the we tend to think or talk about um, folks who who were assigned male at birth birth, or like young like Mm -hmm. a young boy so a young a young child assigned male at uh, birth who is like I don't even know if this is a thing but who is like
0: gender conform gender conforming yeah yeah like yeah right um. And also, when I think about, like, B-O-I, like, that spelling came from the community. Mm -hmm. And so I think about things like Brooklyn Boyhood, that spells it with an I. Yeah. Or um, the Brown Boy Collective, which spells it with an I. And Stylist Freedom, the clothing designer, uh, Tony, who spells it with an I also.
1: Well, I feel like you're getting at that. So I said queer masculinity is broadly, but Mm -hmm. I actually think it is something... It seems I think it's specific to queer, masculine communities of color. Of color. It definitely yeah. is. Yeah,
0: I feel like I would um, side-eye the fuck out of a, a white person calling
1: himself a BOI. I feel like I might have seen that. Oh, I don't know. Stop that. <laughs> but I definitely, again, I yeah. think it's definitely very much rooted in... Mm-hmm. I just remember like things like Blackgate Chat and um, other like queer, black spaces, online spaces in particular. And that would be like like... iterations of people's screen names and that kind Mm -hmm. of thing so that's also like another I remember Downy Link Downy Link what is that Down Link maybe it's pronounced
0: Down Link you don't remember that that sounds familiar I feel like like I might have seen a commercial for that it was like gay Facebook You know I'm not good at technology. I was about to um, say something, but I'll tell you off air. But, like, I was friends with a a lot of prominent lesbians on Downlink. Prominent?
1: (laughs) Ooh, girl spilling tea on air?
0: Upstanding lesbians on Uh, uh, Downlink. Upstanding? But but there was a lot of, you know, B.O.I. and people's users' names on on there, too. And this was, like, early 2000s. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, shout out to Sid for sending that question. Yeah, and shout out to the boys. Oh, I was also gonna say, I feel like boy has, like, a more sort of, like, um, like, dapper connotation oh. than, like, stud, ag or dice. Excuse me. Yeah, that's... Yeah. yeah. I feel like, I feel like boy is more, like, when a, a stud grows up to be a boy. Like, <laughs> kinda. Like. Really? Um. Let's marinate no. on that. No. I think some, some people just have a stud aesthetic, aesthetic always. yeah. But... When I think about how I would describe like the aesthetic of a boy, it was what like they wear. yeah, what yeah. they wear is like if a stud was to like mature. It's funny because I actually did a study on this um, about lesbian gender labels, yeah, and I presented it at a national conference. So <laughs> take conference? that. Um, it was actually the National Conference for LGBT Issues and Counseling. Oh, yeah, that's, that's
1: actually really cool. I was gonna shade you, but that's yeah, that's right. That's cool. I was going to make a, a nerd joke. Yeah, shut the fuck up. I'm like, was so, it before? You know, because the, the other is group was called after. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: am i don't know if I'm that you made that joke or that. I think it's funny. Because only we would say it. Only we would get it. Because the group is called after, after. So the other one is Before. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh God!
0: Only black folks. This, but <laughs> is, this is truly off the rails. Gotta love black. People. I love this community. This is my favorite community contributors we've ever done. This is good. This is, is solid. Yeah, but anyway, to conclude that what I was saying is like one of my participants said, um, "Stud is like what you do in the street, and boy is like what you have to do to to like be in like these uh, professional spaces." This is specific for her. Yeah, this yeah, was for yeah, her. yeah, yeah, So she's like, yeah, I'm a stud. Like, you know, right. I wear my sweats like everywhere. You can't get me out my sweats. But when I go to work, I have to be a boy. Right. Interesting. So, B-O-I. B-O-I, yeah. So, yeah. That's, I mean, because when I make fun of your newsboy hat, like, you know, that's boy aesthetic. Right, right, the, right. I
1: mean, the button ups. You're very dapper. I am. Yes. I know. I look good. It's like the it's like the linen suit uncle with clothes a little bit more tailored. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was ready to be mad at that, but I was like, I don't reject that. Mm-mm. So yeah. Yeah. I'm just mm-hmm. not wearing a beeper on my hip at a
0: barbecue. <laughs> it's the keys instead. <laughs> <laughs> Let's wrap this shit. Up. I think that's the thing. Wrap it up. All right. So we're gonna move into my mental moment. We are. Okay.
1: All right. You had a jingle? Money is so real. She's about to heal. She's a cut above. So just listen here. Do you press? She us? got that advice and other good insights. I need some help. That's okay.
0: Ha, 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 ha. She's 5'10 and not into men. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That was nice. Because you know he said she's 5'2". No. <laughs> he did. He said she's fine too. She's 5'2". She's fine but I also, want you. It's the like, other girl's fine, but he wants her. Yes, but he's talking about like, why no, you're my type. No, that is not true. Why you're my type. Oh, you're not... just my type. Everything is so right. She's 5'2". No. You know, because because remember, he was signed to Murder, Inc. And... um. Jaru has that song where he says something about some girl being 5'2. No. And so then Lloyd comes out with that song and is like, she's 5'2. No. But I want you. Cause you know he's short. But why would so he course. say but if he's talking about the same person? Because he's not talking about the same person. He's talking about this girl is is fine. Like she's 5'2. No, she's fine. Because two. I'm 5'3. So I mean she would be alright. No. But I want you. No. Okay. Anyway, that's not part of my mental moment, even though music is important for, um, it's a, it's an important part of my self-care, but (laughs) for my mental moment, I wanted to talk about journaling for your emotional intelligence. Uh, so I, I, I'm always, so like I told you, I'm a narrative therapist, so I'm always trying to find ways that like story writing, defining ourselves for ourselves can be like helpful, and uh, healing. And so I was thinking a lot about emotional intelligence because um, I've been thinking a lot about what I want for my next relationship, if that makes sense. So to, to I guess, kind of give y'all a working definition of what I mean when I mean emotional intelligence, it's the ability to be able to, like, perceive what emotion you're feeling mm. and to manage that emotion. Oh, fuck. Exactly. And to also do that in uh, in others. Right. Like, to be able to recognize... To be able to recognize what another person is experiencing, and also to respond to that, and of course, that like there are some people who like literally can't read yeah. emotions of others. Like, um, like there are some like like disorders that si- kind of like get in the way and prohibit yeah. that. But like, if if you don't have one of those disorders, you sh- like your the the amount of which you can read somebody's um emotions and what they're experiencing and attend to those has to do with your emotional intelligence level, right? So if you can... If you're really good at that, you have high emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. If you're kind of bad at it... And it's both, right? So it's not just... I would actually say... Like, this is where we get into what quote, what people call, quote-unquote, toxic. Is if you're really good at reading other people's and responding to theirs, but But can't do it for yourself at all. Like, what does that mean? And if you can only do it for yourself, but you can't, like, read other people's experiences like what does that mean um and again I'm talking about like out barring any kind of like diagnosis that would be preventing you from doing this yeah. right so like obviously if you have some si- some kind of diagnosis that gets in the way of you reading people's yeah. emotions but if you don't and you and you like are actively unaware of other people's emotional experience I'm like mm, that's you know that's where we get into this yeah, like what- yeah, yeah, that's why I've been thinking about this about what I want for my next relationship so anyway I was reading about this, you know, just perusing and uh, <laughs> <laughs> shut up. Don't joke on me about the journal of marriage, and family therapy. Um, Anyway, so, uh, yeah, I was reading about this, and I found that, like, journaling is actually uh, one of the biggest, like, suggestions for, like, building emotional intelligence. Because when you're journaling, um, it's like an outlet for you to process your own emotions, and so you are forcing yourself to sit with it and, like, be self-aware about those things. And so my mental moment is a mood moment, like, asking you to sit if you're feeling something... And write about it. So, um, this gets real CBT, and I don't like CBT. And but Just in case, for people who don't know, what's CBT? Oh, it's cognitive behavioral therapy. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? It means that um, there is an event that happens to you, and your thoughts govern your behaviors. Okay. So, there's like an activating event. And then that triggers your thoughts. And then your thoughts trigger your actions. And it's very kind of linear. Yeah. Of course it's been... And it's also, I feel like, a response to the medicalization of mental health. And therefore, like, the the separating. All of these, I would say, I'll call them, like, indigenous ways that we used to heal. And, like, medicalizing it so that it excluded people who've been doing this shit from the beginning. But now you have to be able to prove it to, like, billing companies. And so... Mm-hmm. I feel like because I have that like larger view of the mental health field, as rise, I particularly uh, have a disdain for CBT. CBT because it's all about like um, showing behavioral outcomes, and so therefore you can build for it because you can measure it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But that's that's a little off off track. But one thing I guess I would extract from CBT, reclaim because we used to do it before, is like when you're sitting in an emotion with something, write about it like. What emotion am I feeling? Can you name it? And don't don't think that you need to name it for like bigger people to understand. It could be, I feel like a green squishy box right now. If that's where you need to start and like putting words to how you feel, let that be it. Start defining that green squishy box. How did it get squishy? Um, why is it green? Why is it not another color? Um, what was happening when you first started feeling like that green squishy box? Um, and so all of those things, Slow you down first of all, and y'all know I always talk about like grounding and like bringing you back to the present moment. It keeps you in- aware of what you're feeling, and it's building your emotional intelligence. And so, yeah, that's my mental moment. That's good. It's good. It's called a mood moment. Oh so my just God. you know, journal through a feeling. And I, I don't know if y'all get in this habit, but I'll journal. I'll journal the fuck through a feeling, a bad feeling. Like, <laughs> I, I write right. three full pages about why and how I feel that shit. Yeah. But when I'm feeling, like, overwhelmed with joy or I'm even thinking about the inbox. Like, when we check the yeah. the emails and, like, I get an email that's just like, this is so touching. I, I, I don't almost, think to. I, I don't. Yeah. And so then when you flip back through my journals, it looks like I'm just a sad bitch. Yeah. just like, Same collection of horrible moments but I have all of these like really joyous emotions also and so um you know I'm also very aware of like how I document my life yeah and so like your remember Lucians yes my remember Lucians like doing that too like finding finding space even if it's just like a bullet pointed list of like I'm feeling happy as fuck right now and just sort of like listing out why um so yeah Take a mood moment and journal for your emotional intelligence.
1: I think this, I just want to say that I feel like this is really helpful because I, I, I find journaling sometimes to be just like a little overwhelming, but like mm. it's very like concrete. Yeah. And it's like, it feels manageable. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like I'm not journaling about everything that's ever happened exactly. to me under the sun. Just like, or
0: like, reflect on your day. Right. That's, but this yeah. is like,
1: oh, let me just think, you know, specifically and reflect on how I'm feeling yep. in a particular moment. So that feels very doable. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I love it. Ink you. Tell us what you think Lloyd says using the hashtag (laughs) (laughs) QueerWOC.
0: Has he ever gone on record to say he said... I was about to say, was there ever a black consensus reached on this? (laughs) I think it's like one of those things that we'll never have an answer to. Okay. All right, Nikita. So you want to move it on along to your word? Welcome to this week's word with Nikita. I like it. This week's word is... B-D-S. D-
1: S- no M. Because
0: <laughs> BDSM is a totally different word.
1: Remember somebody in our... Um, again, using the hashtag, yeah. #WOC. they were like, no shade to Nikita, but when are we going to do some thotty words? <laughs> so that's why I was like, we're doing BDS, not BDS. What would a general? thotty word even be? I don't know. And that's why I feel like they said no shade to Nikita, because they know I couldn't do a thotty word.
0: I mean, I know a lot of people been trying to get the chirp down, so let
1: me... Oh, burp! <laughs> Maybe that'll be next episode's word. I think hmm. I could... <laughs> Maybe we'll do a good old switcheroo (laughs) next episode and I'll do a mental moment. Okay, so
0: how do you spell justice? BDS. All right, so tell us about BDS,
1: Nikita. Okay, so BDS, not to be confused with (laughs) BDSM, BDS stands for Boycott, Divestment, and Sanctions. So the reason why I wanted to talk about uh, BDS again, boycott, divestment, and sanctions, is because this is the um, this is the strategy uh, that the pa- Palestinian uh, groups and uh, the Palestinian people uh, called for in 2004 to fight the to ask the international community to be in solidarity with them against in their fight for liberation. Okay, so the reason why we decided, or the reason why I wanted to focus on BDS for the word um, for this week is just because it was about like a week or um, a week and a half ago, uh, folks might have seen, there was a really, I mean, I think the words escape me to to be able to describe the sheer levels of terror and brutality that the state of Israel met it out um, against pe- Palestinians, um, like I said, it was mm-hmm. I think it was like on the fourteenth uh, or yeah. the fifteenth, and mm-hmm. so Palestinians uh, for like the past um, seven weeks, actually, um, they've been protesting, um, in the occupied territory of um, Gaza, and as folks might know, uh, they've you know tensions were especially high because um, Trump. Made um, an announcement, you know, recognizing that the saying that the U.S. embassy um, for Israel was going to be in um, Jerusalem. And that's really contentious because um, international community community considers East Jerusalem um, occupied um, territory. territory. Mm -hmm. So it's actually really egregious that um, Trump and, you know, Israel would be basically saying that Jerusalem is going to be the the, the new the like new like the, the new embassy right right yeah mm-hmm. because again it this is a continued um example of Israel just continuing to um and of course with the US being very much you know complicit yeah. in just bulldozing and occupying um Palestinian land and so it's actually um important that this happened um on it was a I think it was like May fifteenth or May fourteenth, and that the May fifteenth is what the Palestinian people uh, they call it the Nakba, and Nakba is Arabic for the catastrophe. Oh, I thought it was disaster. And so, um, and if it was May fifteenth, nineteen forty eight, yeah. that was when the state of Israel. Um, was created and the whole like some of I mean we're not going to get into like the history of um, the history of like settler colonialism and the occupation um, in um, in Palestine but 1948 again that's when uh, the state of Israel was created and. Over top of what was already Palestine, and so what? And that—that's a really important point, Money, because I forget how the phrase goes, but they say that the creation of Israel was, um, it it was for it was. For a people, it was a land without a people for a people without a land. Mm. That was that was that was kind of the the Zionist justification for the creation Mm -hmm. of Israel. Mm -hmm. As if to say that there was nobody Nobody living there prior to the the creation of the state of Israel, which again is totally not true. And so since nineteen forty eight up till now, two thousand eighteen, so this has been seventy years of apartheid settler colonialism and occupation Mm -hmm. and again which you know um the u.s has very much been complicit in so one of the go ahead oh i was just i think i was just gonna
0: reflect to try to like put it together go ahead um so zionism is like the support of having israel as a state a state and that is not the same as Judaism, like ju- being Jewish. Okay. That is, that's, it's so, yeah, because that, like, phrase that you said, it makes so much sense to me why people try to say that if you're against Israel, you're against, like, Jewish folks, and that is not the that's, same thing. Right, right, right. Yeah.
1: So there's a difference so, between being against Jews. Right. Um, and Jewish folk and then, you know, having a solid sound critique right. of the apartheid mm-hmm. settler colonialist, you know, yeah. Israel, you know, as a state. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, a
0: people without a home, sure you should have a home. But it shouldn't be at the like expense of people and murder like exactly. murder occupation of like a whole folk who were already there.
1: Exactly. So um Boycott, divestment, and sanctions is, again, it's one of the strategies that Palestinians have called f- for people in the international community to support them in their um, fight for um, liberation. So, when we say, um, every, I mean, most of us, we know what a boycott is. Can you explain it, though? Because, go ahead. No, yeah, okay, so the boycott means that, um, it means... Th- Withdrawing support for Israel and Israeli and international companies and institutions that are involved in the violation of Palestinian human rights, um, as well as complicit Israeli sporting, cultural and academic institutions. And so this is a really important point because this is, again, boycotting companies and um, institutions that are complicit um, in um, the occupation and in the violation of um, Palestinian human rights.
0: And, and they have a whole list of those companies if you yeah, yeah, to the BDS and we can website. um yeah, can so link bdsmovement.net. Yeah.
1: And then divest means so that's divestment is the opposite of invest, right? Mm-hmm. So you invest, you put in money and you divest, means you take out money. So divestment um, is urging banks, local councils, churches churches pension funds, and universities to withdraw investments from mm-hmm. all Israeli companies and from international companies involved in violating Palestinian rights. And the sanctions, that means uh, putting pressure on governments to fulfill their legal obligation to hold Israel uh, accountable, including um, ending its military, ending uh, governments military trade free trade agreements and expelling israel from international forums such as um the united nations united nations yeah and so um to- I li- go ahead no i don't i'm sorry i keep trying no, 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 i guess ahead. i'm
0: just trying to make sense of it as we go through i like bds because it feels level right so like as an individual i'm like what the fuck can i do you know, to like support Palestinians over here in like Syracuse, New York. Well, I can boycott companies that like actively fund right, right, right. Israel as a state. So it's like right. okay, I can like not purchase things from this company. You know, like that feels like I can do it on a per on a, a individual level. Exactly. And then divestments is like the institutional level. Exactly. And then sanctions is like the the country level. You right, know? The, like, right. 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 Yeah. Right. At the,
1: the international community level. Mm-hmm. And so, um, to your point, um, earlier, because one of the, um, arguments, um, that, well, one of the myths that often, you know, gets, um, used, um, against, um, BDS is they say that it's about, um, you know, it's about boycotting, um, particular, like, like it is, Individual, like, Israeli um, citizens or something like that. Yeah. But it's only people who are, like, representatives of, like, institutions and have some kind of, like, you know, representing some kind of, like, yeah, institution or organization. Um, you know, that's, again, complicit in the violation of Palestinian uh, human rights. Mm-hmm. So um, it's important to point out that this strategy of BDS uh, boycott divestment and sanctions it was a strategy that was used successfully um in the fight against apartheid in South, South Africa. Africa right and so um people like to say oh well it's, it's a strategy that doesn't work but it was if that played a key role in ending the re- mm-hmm. apartheid regime in um South Africa and so this is this is one of the reasons why um Palestinians you know have decided to use this mm-hmm. you know you know nonviolent like peaceful strategy in their um in their fight for liberation mm-hmm. and it's important to um i think i'm gonna totally butcher it but there's this quote it was like this i'm gonna again butcher it so it's not a direct quote where M- nelson mandela says it's like you know we're not he's basically he says that like the the fight for palestinian liberation is like it's like a key struggle in the fight for all of like human liberation right. it's like we're all we can't be free until like the palestinians right um are free are free Mm -hmm.
0: and so that connects so much with what i just wanted to i mean go ahead notice your segment no no no. But i just wanted to say a little thing about the movement for black lives uh that well i went to the conference in cleveland um but then like from there there was like this ongoing thing to really list out like a list of um I don't know like principles and demands from the uh the movement for black lives and so they have like this whole amazing statement and stuff that you can read but in the like uh invest and divest segment of that statement right. it talks directly about like the connections to like the movement for black lives in the United States and like what Palestinians face every day and also thinking about like indigenous folks in the in the United States of America who like a whole ass country was built over and who have tra- right. who, who this country has actively tried to erase, exactly. and get rid of too. So um, if if it's not a good comparison, like y'all feel free to you know like jump in the hashtag and tell me. But whenever I think of Palestine, like I always think about like how America was like Turtle Island before right. like Columbus exactly. like came up here with his fuck shit and um, like how that just like changes and we know that like it just changes like a global landscape when like a place is. Um, occupied and taken over and, exactly. a, and a people are uh, colonized and oppressed. Right. So, yeah, so check out the Movement for Black Lives because uh, they, I feel like it's almost like they they predicted it. They were like, you know, the United States gives more than $3 billion exactly. a year to Israel as a state while, like, you know, Palestinians are um, who, who paid a price for yeah. it. Yeah.
1: You know, paid a price in blood, yeah. honestly. Um, so, just to get at one of the some of the again some of these myths and like to a point that you made earlier, um, so people say, well, why single out Israel, mm-hmm. right? There's other there's other countries, other nation states that do um, terrible things. So why are you all you know in the BDS movement um, focusing on Israel? So there's two. I think there's two important answers to that question. One, the call for BDS. Uh, was put out by uh, it was like over a hundred Palestinian um, civil society organizations. I think it was either two thousand four or two thousand five, and they said this is the concrete way that we are calling on people in their international community to be in solidarity with us. So again, this is what this is what an oppressed people mm-hmm. has called on uh, right. other people who care to about do. oppression to do. Mm-hmm. So this is this is what the fuck you do, yeah. and um, to this. Um, getting at the point that you brought up a minute ago about the three billion dollars um, that you know Israel receives from the U.S. is like that's a form of being singled out, right? Right. right. The U.S. Yeah. takes it upon itself as a state to fund Israel, exactly. Yeah. So they've singled, yeah. they have singled yeah. Israel out, right? And again, Palestinians have said this is a concrete way that yeah. people of conscience in the international community can be in solidarity uh, mm-hmm. with us. So this this is why uh, we've called on. This, so this is why we support. You know the struggle, and again, if this is if an, if, if an oppressed person has a concrete way, right, right.
0: You know to support
1: them, then that yeah. is um, that is exactly um, what you do. Um, there was another point about oh, because this is this is especially a big thing in universities. Um, where they try to say that BDS because again it's about boycotting not individual academics mm-hmm. but it's about boycotting um Israeli like academic institutions mm-hmm. but they you know there's a lot of um not just conservatives but honestly a lot of liberals that even say well this is a this is a hamper on free speech you know by boycotting you're saying you know that people can't freely exchange ideas and all that kind of thing well one when people say that they never talk about the um, the systematic attacks that have uh, been happening um, on Palestinian academics. Mm-hmm. So nobody thinks so about, mm-hmm. well, what about the yeah. the the, free, the academic freedom yeah. of, um, Palestinians. You, know, you know, Palestinians. Yeah. And um, so, again, BDS does not prevent academics, individual academics employed by Israeli universities from attending international conferences, publishing their research, or anything like that. But it has specific guidelines, you know, that it says that it... Um, that they're asking people in terms of like academic um, boy, like the academic and cultural boycott. So it's like, don't go to conferences hosted by Israeli institutions or funded by the state of Israel. Don't give lectures at Israel institutions, you know, um, not sponsoring student visits to Israeli institutions. Um, Systemic. Right. It's about institutions. it's, Um, It's not about individual people. And it doesn't, and this is, like, this idea that it's, like, it's people, in, you know, in the BDS movement that want to shut down free speech. Stephen Salida, who was a, um, he was a professor. Um, I think he was at um, University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. he's, I think it was either last year or the year before last. So, like, he was, um, I mean, he was at students and academics Who've been, uh, you know, on the front lines of like BDS struggles here. Yes. they've totally been targeted. Yeah. And Steven Salida, mm-hmm. it was like, a, it was like last year or so where he said that he was done. So he was kicked, he was fired, and he's basically been. He has not been able to get an academic yeah. job, and that's when he mm-hmm. said a year or two ago where he was like. I'm, he's like I've applied for so many jobs and I can't mm-hmm. get a job. There's another uh, professor, Finkel, uh, Norman Finkelstein. He's been totally blacklisted, yeah. and you know uh, he's you know he's for a, support in Palestine. He's he's a Jewish, um, so he's of Jewish descent, and he's um, been like very vocal um, and written things about you know in support of the Palestinian struggle, mm-hmm. and again totally blackballed from mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. academic mm-hmm. Um, community. That, you know there's threats from. Um, university um, administrators you know targeting student activists who've been supporting BDS and so like the contradictions are really 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 stark and um, just I want to say one other thing and then I just kind of want to point what are the three demands and then you know we can wrap up but something that's been happening and again you know liberals love to talk about free speech but I think I saw an article from April and it said almost there are 25 states in um, in New York is one of them where there's been some legislation proposed or passed to make it illegal to um support, support BDS. BDS. Yeah. And Governor mm-hmm. Cuomo said that if you want to boycott he said some snarky awful thing where he was like if for if you if people want to boycott Israel then New York state is going to like boycott you boycott yeah. you and so yeah. it's like you won't be able to get like contracts and yeah. that kind of thing and yeah. I think I don't know if there's any kind of I can't remember if there's any like prison time, but there's there's definitely been a crackdown on um, again folks supporting um, BDS, but and and again the contradictions are are really um, are really strike are really striking. Um, Well, there's no, there's I said there's one more thing. There's two, the last two (laughs) things that I wanted to say as I always do, (laughs) but there's just like these instances. So even when people aren't like fully in support of. BDS, Like, the movement, I think, is to a point where it's really strong and it's picked mm-hmm. up so much uh, momentum, and especially given, like, the atrocities that we've been seeing um, that Israel's been committing on uh, pa- the Palestinians, specifically uh, folks in Gaza over, like, the... Um, Past few months, but like past few years, honestly, mm-hmm. I think the international opinion has, like, the tide has really turned. Yeah. And so, Lord um L O R D E, the singer, like, she a few months ago was like, mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, after pressure, yeah. you know, she's she decided not to do a show mm-hmm. in um, Israel. And Natalie Portman, I think, you know, who's, but I mean, she's definitely not a supporter of BDS. Mm-hmm. But there were folks that were calling on her. And, um, she's, and she's actually suppre, uh, expressed support of Israel. Mm-hmm. But after, because the mounting pressure and, like, the the fact that the face has been ripped, ripped off, like, the apartheid mm-hmm. um, Israel state, even she, like, backed out of doing something mm-hmm. in Israel. And I think that that really is a testament to the growth, you know, of, yeah. of, the, of the movement and how successful um, yeah. that it's actually been. Um, just the last, because there's three concrete demands that the... Um, that the movement um, is calling for. So, again, the boycott, the divestment, and the sanctions are three different tactics and strategies um, that are being used to, to win these to points. win these three aims. Mm-hmm. The first uh, the first um, demand, is ending the occupation and colonization of all Arab lands and dismantling um, the, the wall. wall. I mean. I mean, I mean, you think about the all the rhetoric around um, the wall here, but yeah. there, there's a really um, um, vicious, you know, there's an apartheid, it's a literal like apartheid wall mm-hmm. to the point. Um, so the, the international law, I'll get to what I was going to say in a minute, but international law recognizes the West Bank, including East Jerusalem, Gaza and the Syrian Golan Heights as occupied by Israel and. Um, so as part of its military occupation, Israel steals land and forces Palestinians into ghettos surrounded by checkpoints, settlements and watchtowers in an illegal apartheid wall. Yeah. And so this this reality um is why people say that um Gaza is particularly the the terms that they use is that it's basically an open air prison. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. how like how disgusting yeah. Yeah. Like, is that, right? They that, literally
0: force people out of their homes to move into this thing, this place that's surrounded it's, it's, it's by totally this wall.
1: And guards. Armed guards. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that, so that's, again, the first thing. Um, ending the occupation and getting rid of um, the fucking apartheid wall. Uh, the second um, demand is recognizing the fundamental rights of Arab-Palestinian c- c- citizens of Israel to full equality. Um the kind of way that we, I mean, the, the way that we describe the 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 inequality um, around um, like black folks, like the historically, mm-hmm. and it, we like it was called like the Jim Crow era. Yeah. And if you go back to episode thirty three when we talked about pink washing, um, we rattled off a couple of statistics about the extremely high yeah. rates of um, incarceration and other uh, markers of. Um, racial discrimination um that, that's happened act, that happens within um Israel against uh, Palestinian um uh Arab and Palestinian um citizens. So like many yeah. of the similar kinds of things that mm-hmm. like we see and we here happening um I mean, to, to black folks. Yeah. Like those kinds of like stark inequalities. Even with like
0: um Latinx folks or like Afro Latinx folks, I'm thinking about like I just read something today about somebody was detained because um, they were in an area where they don't hear people speaking Spanish a lot. And like yeah. like uh in watching uh Slingshot Hip Hop where that that officer like pulled them over because they were speaking um Arabic. Arabic, yeah. They're like, hey, 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 who y'all right, Wait, right, what are y'all right. doing? And so like just like you were talking about, you wanna talk about free speech. Like I can't even speak the language that's mine. Like in, in this occupied space. I hate that word occupied. It's like it's like these Folks are like a bathroom or something, like, oh, sorry, we're in here, right? Like, right that's right. not how any of this works, right?
1: Bitch. Um, this is my fucking house, exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, but that's why it's an occupation because somebody yeah. is, is occupying it, being there, yeah. you know, with force when they shouldn't be. Um, just just to give, um, like I was talking about the high incarceration uh, rates, but it goes beyond that. So people like Palestinians are held without trial, even though they haven't committed yeah. um, any kind of, a, you know, yeah. offense. People are detained with any, without any kind of um, legal proceedings. Um, and again, these sound very similar. Like yeah. we know, um, yeah. like we, I mean, this is like a lot of what's happening um, here. And so, yep, that was the second one. So recognizing the fundamental rights of Arab Palestinian citizens in Israel, and um, the third one, and um, and a really important one is respecting and protecting and promoting the rights of Palestinian refugees to return to their homes. So um, there are um, seven point twenty five million. Palestinian refugees um, who are dispersed, um, you know, throughout the world, mm-hmm. and, and the reason why they, um, they, they, you know, so many Palestinians have been pushed out of their um, their homelands, and they've been denied the right to return to their homes, just for the sheer fact that they're not um, Jewish, and so, like that right of return, um, is really, 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 really key, and wow. it's really um, crucial. I feel like. It's not that I'm desensitized to things, but there's sometimes times where I feel things so much more viscerally than um than other times yeah. and when I just saw like the sheer levels of carnage mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just and it wasn't just like what like the and just like the media coverage and how yeah. they would be like you know people were like. Criticizing newspapers for using passive voice, they're like twenty. It'll be like forty Palestinians died in clash. Yeah, and it's like they they, they didn't murdered, just die, yeah. but they were murdered they were by gunned the day. And yeah. it's not a clash yeah. because a clash implies that there's like two equal sides. Right, and it's right. Like there's clearly right. A, like it's asymmetrical or with with like rocks Rocks, going up exactly like machine guns exactly and so i was just feeling i may say this i say all this to say that i was just feeling i was really like just it was just really um Mm -hmm. it was really overwhelming Mm -hmm. and like i was like i felt like i was felt really angry and i felt really sad Mm -hmm. and i just felt so so like hopeless. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, um, I was like, this is just so like it's so unjust. Mm-hmm. It's so brazen and it's just so like open faced. Yeah, yeah. But I listened to this um this podcast, this fucking interview. I, I hope I don't butcher her name, but her name is like Nora Erikat. And she did this interview on this podcast called The Dig. And she, I mean, she is so fucking sharp. I think everybody should listen to this interview. But at one point the interviewer said, you know, you know, he was like, you know, again the tide is turning on BDS. He was like, but you know, what's happening is really horrific and like it's barbaric. And he's like, it's very easy to feel hopeless. And she just didn't miss a beat, and she was just so fucking solid. And so she said, and she said, there is no room for pessimism, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. in this struggle. And she was like, you know, the Palestinians, you know, she's Palestinian. She's like, it. Palestinians are like yeah. putting their lives on the line. And she was right. like, and they're doing this because they believe that they deserve, right. you know, uh, they, they deserve a better future, and they right. deserve, you know, to have their dignity and their humanity respected. And mm-hmm. I was like, whole I mean, she was just so yeah. solid. Just, I mean, she just like just beautifully and just like seamlessly was just like combating all the, the myths and the lies and the tropes that you commonly hear mm-hmm. use mm-hmm. to denounce and to denunciate the Palestinians. So I really recommend uh, yeah. if you like, if you're new to this and I, I don't think I did this um, justice, but if you really want to like, you know, learn about what the recent, um, you know, attacks um, on the people in Gaza were about, and if you just want to hear some like really sharp, you know, and thoughtful analysis, and I would really like—I um, would really encourage people to look up Nora Erika, and specifically that interview that she did on the dig.
0: Queer Walkers with Palestine. Yep. and that's that's the new like check-in. It's like Palestine or not. <laughs> <So>, okay, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you ain't invited.
1: Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so free, free Palestine. Long live Palestine. Yes. Wow! All right, Nikita.
0: So you said you want you were really excited about this week's topic, and when we were getting ready, you couldn't even like sit still because you wanted us to talk about the topic. So what's the topic? Being out at
1: work. Oh, yeah. So out at work, queer workers, work, gay in the work, workplace. W O R K W E R Q. It's funny that you mentioned this is totally unrelated, but I was in my car, and you're singing Rihanna, and when I was like six. Whenever Ponder Replay came out, mm-hmm. I I hated that song and I was like, I can't wait till this one hit wonder is over. <laughs> don't you feel dumb now? I was like Brianna, I was like, this song is garbage. <laughs> the video is whack. She's whack. I was like, I was like, we're never gonna hear from her again. <laughs> I never. Thought I that way stand way about Riri. corrected. Yes, but you do. when so I was like, okay, whatever. I'm not a big fan. Although on that first album, she had this song called "There's a Thug in My Life." I appreciated that. Wow. I don't know why. But she really came <laughs> back with Avengers. I, when she came back she with came Umbrella, back. I was like... Umbrella. Umbrella was when she came back from Ponderita for you? Yes. Wow. Well, that's what there have
0: been. Um, Murderer? Or like, wasn't Man Down before
1: uh, no. Umbrella? Was it? I think so. Unfaithful? Yeah. Oh, no, I just didn't see it. But when Umbrella, I was like, okay... I was like, oh, she might be Umbrella
0: was whacker, much weaker than Ponder Replay. No, it was not. What? No. I, I mean, I, we we don't have to argue this right now. It was like the things that like give it I was think Good Ponder Girl, Replay. Gone bad was a stronger album than Music of the Sun. Music of the Sun is just no. But I think Ponder Replay was a better single than Umbrella. I mean, I know there are millions of people who bought Umbrella, who didn't buy by Pandora right. Replay, who disagree with me, but I think song song by song, if we line them up, I really think that Ponder Replay is better. Okay. But I mean,
1: none of them come close to Rude Boy. Oh, f- <laughs> fucking Rude Boy! <laughs> 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 the, 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 I remember my friend Kiafa, when that song because she had done like, "Please don't stop the music." I didn't like that shit. I hated "Please don't stop the music." But when don't she play came that back, shit me. but when she came back with Rude Boy, I
0: was like, she got her swag back then in that like uh, colorful bodysuit. Who? Sweet oh Jesus. my gosh! <laughs>
1: and she was like, "Why?" Oh my if god! If I wasn't gay before, I am I'm- now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're we're gonna get to the topic in a minute. Okay. But I've so the reason why I even did that you Lloyd song is because I was at my house just listening to all the throwbacks from like the early two thousands. Of course you were. Right. So but again At least you went to the I was 2000s. about to say now. it wasn't like my old school eighties R and B. But I was listening to a lot of the songs on that playlist. I really and I I I was thinking it was because you know I'm somebody who really likes to root for the underdog, but I realized I really liked a lot of second-rate and third-rate pop singers because I just thought they were fine. <laughs> That's the only. Me. I just came to this realization. <laughs> so you are an Ashanti
0: fan. Oh, baby. Oh, my God. That was awful. Disney,
1: uh, uh, oh, baby. I'm so okay, excited.
0: This is not the
1: topic. It's, it's just, but. It's, <laughs> about, it's about queerness. It's about me it? coming into is these it? moments where I'm like, oh, shit. Like, Danity came. I would have done all in this. the car. We, we ride, ride slow. <laughs> we do with things, things that the girls, girls don't, don't do. do. That's gay to go
0: We snap back. All um, my girls in them rainbow Cadillacs. Cadillacs.
1: That's the yeah. ga- that is the gayest opening. Show stepping to the yeah. latest spark <laughs> Cause I coordinate with them shoes. Yeah, we, yeah, we do this, but we ride like big boys, big boys do. do. Oh my God. stay. Okay. Oh my <laughs> God. I I was like the biggest Danity Kane fan because Girl, I was a
0: I was a total lesbian. I I named something Danity at some point. Like either it was like a, a guinea pig or some shit. I was
1: a stan. <laughs> I was okay? a stan. Whew. I saw. So I know they had to think I was a weirdo because they came to Colleen, my hometown, one time, and uh, we were so excited. And all my friends were going. They were getting stuff signed I ain't about the goddamn CD. I was just like going. I was like. Hi. Hi girls! (laughs) And I was like, "What is my gay ass doing up here?" And everybody else is in line getting things signed, and I'm like, "I'm just here." If they ever do a Dandy Kane reunion tour, my ass is there. I'm
0: there, (laughs) front row. Wow. Okay. So,
1: all right. So the the theme. So that was W E R Q. You see how I brought it back? Work. Okay. (laughs) Um, the topic that we
0: wanted to talk about. Do really my eyes are burning because I'm like Crying so much from the Danny he can't feel that My part.
1: heart is damaged
0: <laughs> Oh my gosh
1: Are you gonna think Oh you know who? Cherish it. Oh my god Did you like Cherish? What was that What they, they had one of those snap songs Thumbs
0: song. with it, drop with, with it, a lean With, with it, a rock with a snap with a All oh, my fellas tip your hats sweetie. Do, it, do,
1: it, do, do, it, do it do it do it do it Hit that boom college. <laughs> <laughs> I was really here for again these yeah. second and third rate girl groups because yeah. I was like, Oh god, no, they're just underrated. It's like, no, Nikita, you're you were a baby dyke. Yeah. Cause I was like, You I think you're right about the second rate because
0: I I love Destiny's Child. I oh, feel like okay, I, of course. I feel like I, I maybe I'm too young to like even remember like a time pre Destiny's right, Child. Like, right. like yeah. But um I love them. But like Cherish, like it was just something about like, oh uh, yes. Oof Again Debbie. They had this song I used to do like All Cause you know it was like five of them I used to do every part Cry, 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 cry <laughs> Fill me up a river River Drive me up a Oh, oh, oh shit Boy I hope I hope <laughs> You wow. feel so lonely that you wanna go. Hope your nights are so cold, so cold, so cold, so cold. Cause you're missing my You're really right. hitting all five parts, girl. I used to be in my room, like pretending I was each one of them. Yes. Like that is scary and impressive
1: <laughs> at the same damn time. And
0: you know, it was even worse is that I had two sisters. And you like, and you're like no, I got it. I got this. It. I got all
1: five. All five parts, right here. I got this. Char Nunu, sit down. (laughs) I got all five. Oh my god! But yeah. Okay. We should get into the topic.
0: Should we? I mean, maybe we just did a topic. This is what I mean. You always like, we need a topic, we need a topic, and then we sit down, start talking, and it just devolves or
1: evolves.
0: Okay. Or does what does it involve? That's so nasty. <laughs> Alright. Well, we don't have a curved chronicle this week. I thought we did. Nikki did this episode too long. Oh.
1: There's a lot to cut.
0: I'm leaving on Friday. I have jam-packed days. We're not doing a curved chronicle. Okay. Alright, y'all. So we don't have a curved chronicle this week. And so I'm just gonna encourage y'all to submit your curved chronicles. So again, curved chronicles are just our like dating woes, wins, mishaps. Uh, Either a time Ooh. when you were curved, or you curved when somebody. You did the curving? If you're not sure if you've been curved, submit your curved chronicle and have the experts, Nikita and money assess.
1: And I will using be using the Solidian <laughs> method to tell you if you've been
0: curved. <laughs> and I'm gonna use my thoughts and thoughts.
1: That's <laughs> it thoughts. And That's
0: thoughts, it thoughts, and thoughts. So yeah, you can submit those curve Chronicles to QueerWalkPod at gmail.com or you can slide in any of our DMs and drop your curve Chronicles off there. Uh, or use the hashtag.
1: Maybe you have just a, a little short curve chronicle that you right. want to submit
0: and be like, hmm.
1: Left that nigga on red. Because I do like it. We, we ended this last time. We cannot keep ending with scissors. Stop that. Anyway.
0: Stop. What is she saying?
1: No one knows. Before I do, that's all. That's all we know. Please. Okay. I'm trying to engage our community, and you're being foolish. I yeah. just want people to realize how hard I've been pushing the hashtag. She, Nikita, in this it's like
0: Nikita's goal. She's like, we need to get the hashtag up.
1: It needs. We need it to just, to just needs to be step pop your pop hashtag
0: up, bitch. I, I, just, I love okay. when I
1: see, and I'm, and this is ironic because I'm really bad at Twitter, but you I are love. So bad. I loved. I just love seeing the fun, funny, and insightful things that our listeners share with us, and that. When they use the hashtag when they're listening to the program, most of the time it's people actually making fun of you, which I think is so funny. <laughs> All right. Well, you can also use the hashtag queerwoc and the other hashtag, money is a monster. <laughs> that is not an official Money hashtag. the monster. <laughs> Do not. Please
0: Please use start. that. That's use something. it. I'm good thing I have editing powers and I can cut that. So I'm gonna use it. I'm gonna use it from the Queer Rock account. No, you can't. Well if done. you if you use Money to Monster, I'm using no break Nikita. That's fine. Your ass lied. That's fine. <laughs> Straight up lied. It was a publicity stunt. <laughs> Whatever. All right, y'all. We Bye, got Bye. Adios, It's friends. Later shit. Talking about work, I gotta
1: work in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> this, this podcast don't pay no bills. Put the song in from what? the last time.
0: What song is that in? That
1: foolish song we were singing about going to work. Oh, my gosh. Please put it If, y- if y'all want to hear this song.
0: That. Okay, I'm going to put it at the end. <laughs> Me and Nikita <laughs> acted like 12 fools last time. We were time. testing the mic. But yeah, so here's like a a behind the scenes when right before we start recording we always do this because we share in a mic still it's about to change soon thanks to the patrons but like i have to do this thing where i test the waves on the mic and we were testing it and we just kind of like broke out into song about having to go to work in the morning so (laughs) here it is what is it called (laughs) Don't queer, don't the Queer Walk Workers. Queer Walk Work. <laughs> queer Walk Work. Wow.
1: This right. this has come full circle because we it started is. with Rihanna and here it we are.
0: All right, y'all. All right. Here's bye, the friends. Here's
1: <laughs> I don't want to work tomorrow.
0: But I'm glad I got a job.
1: What's that universal I don't want to work tomorrow. But I'm glad I got
0: a job. <laughs> That's loud. All right. I'm glad I'm employed. I'm so glad I'm employed. But goddamn, I don't want to go to work. And I don't want to go in. No, no. Tell me I got some sick days. <laughs> Tell me I got some sick days.
1: <laughs> this is ridiculous. Tell me I got some sick days. Give me your raise. <laughs> Pay me more. <laughs> Give me some more. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A bitch wanna go on vacation sometime.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not even far. I just wanna go to Ithaca.
1: <laughs> Ithaca. <laughs> A little day trip to Camillus. <laughs> I would love to go to the Green Lakes.
0: <laughs> Be kissed by the sun. Recharge my blackness.
1: Or maybe, just maybe, I want to sit on my couch and binge watch something on Netflix. Dear white people. Without guilt. I
0: don't want to go nowhere. Damn, I got a shower. Because I got to go to work. I don't want to go
1: work. No.
0: When we gon' gonna have the socialist revolution, cuz I'm tired of waking up and slugging my ass. I hate it. What's the point of working when I'm broke anyway? <laughs> oh, god, fuck it. Tomorrow, I'm taking a sick day.
1: This here is my new bottle. Ooh, ooh. Retirement on the bottle lotto.
0: <laughs> Don't take this as my two weeks notice. But I got a
1: glucose guardian. And she gonna take real good care of me. She gonna pay the rent. Pay the bills, pay the mortgage.
0: National Green! <laughs> okay, listen. National
1: play. Pay the <laughs> What are we doing? This? Pay the tickets on the Christmas! <laughs> Keep that motherfucking boot
0: off! <laughs> None of this rhymed.
1: It's okay, it's free verse.
0: The only
1: boot I fuck with Is the Doc Martin
0: <laughs> that's, that's like the most gay boot ever It is